Hello and welcome to Mind Garden Stress Less Podcast, the podcast that teaches you how to stress less and grow more. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Collins, and I want to give you some affirmation for showing up today. Good on you for giving yourself the best chance to stress less today. I love this podcast because it's quick, it's quirky, it's always quietly bringing you back to acceptance of yourself. Remember, no matter your thoughts, your actions, your fears, your wins, at the end of the day, just being you is enough. Well, welcome back. This month, we are talking all about nature versus nurture and how by self-nurturing and using some self-care, you can make your nature express itself more fully. We are talking this week about what kind of gardener you are and gardener being in reference to how you take care of your garden. To be straight to the point, this is how you take care of and love yourself. I'm going to be using an example from a book called How We Love, which is written by Mylan and Kay Yurkovich. You can find out all about this book on their website, howwelove.com. I was turned on to this book by a relationship kind of seminar that Aaron and I did where we learned about our love styles and I found out all these funny things about myself, but it also is really deep. It went back back into the past and I had to think about my relationships with my parents and how I was nurtured and loved. Ooh, all that deep icky stuff that nobody wants to talk about, but it actually lives with us all the time. You know, not that big of a deal. Sweep it under the rug. No, we're going to crack it open today. Just briefly kind of give an insight for how we might love ourselves because where we learned to deal with emotions or cope with emotions are these certain styles that they bring up in their love style quiz, which you can take on their website. The first of I'm pulling it up right now I thought it was already open the first of the love style types the pleaser now if you're a pleaser pleasers usually grew up in a home with a fearful overprotective parent or an angry critical parent pleaser children do everything they can to be good and avoid troubling a reactive or stressed parent these kids don't like getting comfort rather they spend their energy comforting or appeasing someone else As adults, pleasers tend to continually monitor the moods of others around them to keep everyone happy. If anybody hasn't guessed already, I am a pleaser. Um, That's how I tend to love others. And sometimes it's hard for me to say no to people. It's hard for me to give negative feedback. It's hard for me to be critical. You may be like this as it relates to your self-care too. In pleasers, what they tend to do, imagine we have a garden and we are people pleasers or plant pleasers in this case and we just show up when things start getting bad and we're trying to monitor um, and reduce any kind of negativity going on so we sort of overdo it or dump it on only as a reaction or obligation when something's going wrong this is more reactive and sometimes isn't relevant so Keep that in mind. We'll move on to the next one. The vacillator. Growing up with an unpredictable or inconsistent parent, vacillators get connection, then are left to wait until a parent is available again. So they're getting it, then they're not getting it. So the lack of consistency causes uh, deep feelings of abandonment. And by the time the parent feels like giving again, the child is tired of waiting and too angry to receive because they're confused. 
As adults, vacillators are on a quest to find consistent love and they feel like they can't ever do anything right. So vacillators, when it comes to their health, these people, um, especially when doing something for your health care, if you're a vacillator, you will tend to never feel like enough is enough. You'll always be striving for more, and even when you take on more, you're still looking for that perfect thing. Um, so you might be very hypercritical of yourself and feel like you're just not getting consistency, and you might jump to the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Our next style is one of my favorites. It's the avoider. Avoiders usually come from a performance-based home that values mastery, encourages independence and self-reliance, and discourages the expressions of feelings or needs. The focus is on responsibility, and avoiders respond to the anxiety of not having comfort and nurturing by learning to care for themselves. They restrict their feelings and need and become independent. Um, now, if you're an avoider, this may be kind of a uh, struggle to, uh, or a hard pill to swallow because it's, it's a feeling of, I've got this and I don't really want anyone's help. When it comes to self-care and your mind garden, avoiders tend to kind of leave things, either they do one of two things, they leave things as they are and say, well, I really don't need that thing to flourish, I don't need that in my life, or when it comes to needing help, they're so independent that they don't receive the help they need to really flourish. If you are an avoider, the best thing you can do is change your I've got it attitude to a we've got it attitude. The next style is called the controller. Controllers need control to keep vulnerable negative feelings that they experienced in their childhood from surfacing in their adult lives. Having control means having protection from the feelings of fear, humiliation, and helplessness. Anger is the one emotion that is not vulnerable, so intimidation and anger are often used to keep control. Control may be highly rigid, more sporadic, unpredictable, and they rarely realize the real reason they need to be in charge is to never feel as powerless as they did when they were little kids. Woo! If you're a controller, you're like, hey now, watch what you're talking about here. Um, controllers, when they are taking care of themselves and doing self-nurturing behaviors, from what I see, tend to really, really, really want to hold on to outcomes, results. Um, they really want to hold on to things that are concrete, and they don't like to be really explorative or even to consider that partner relationship. They want to do things on their own, or they don't want to let me in. It's similar to an avoider, but it's different. So controllers like to control. In a garden setting, you can imagine that these people would be a little bit over the top when it comes to their garden, and their gardens could um, maybe not flourish the way that they need to because they don't have enough space to breathe, right? So it's important to give um, controllers a little uh, guidance as well, and controllers could really benefit from guidance because they do have a clear vision of where they're going, and bringing help along the way will make them even that much more successful even that much more that seemed like a lot to say but here we go the next little and last one is the victim victims in chaotic homes they grow up compliant and survive by their compliance they try to stay under the radar and minimize um, any kind of chaos so some kids build whole imaginary worlds in their head where they can escape the pain 
of this sort of chaotic environment. Victims lack a sense of self-worth, oftentimes are anxious, depressed, and just going through the motions. They actually may replicate their childhood home environment by marrying a controller type or someone who causes a little bit of power and chaos because it gives them a sense of safety because they remember what that was like and they know so they kind of fall back into this old pattern. Now when it comes to self-care, victims have been through a lot so it's really easy to go back to those things and say this is why I can't do something. Like I can't catch a break. Um, my knee um, is just, I've got a bad knee. I've got this thing that happened to me in my past and then kind of point back to those things. Now I never want to minimize what they have been through or what you have been through if this is you. But I do want to say that you should feel empowered to make that change in yourself. And that is the only control and the help and the hope that you have. So that's empowering. Hey, thanks for hanging out this week and we are done. I just want to put a big smile on your face, let you know I appreciate you. This week was a little bit different, so thanks for hanging in. Next week, we're talking about strategies and plan when it comes to creating a self-care plan that works for you. I'm grateful for you today, my friends. If you want to be a part of a community where you can learn how to stress less and grow more, you can find our community at Mind Garden Community on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you for listening, and I'm glad to have you with us.